Here we go! Hello and welcome to Off the Wall. I'm your host, Presto the Magnificent, but you can call me Preston. Welcome to the tumultuous third episode of Off the Wall. Just kidding. Today's episode is all about ambiance. From the Waluigi News, where we talk about the atmosphere of new games like Cocoon, to a new segment, The Right Raking, where we rank all of Nintendo's most calming menu music the right way, to our, finally our Wall subject for today, which is the haunting and atmospheric indie game Hollow Knight. This episode is all about ambiance. Unfortunately, our guest today is the opposite. Please welcome to the show, Jeff. Hi there. Hello. Je Jeff, what have you been up to recently? What have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a lot of N64 Online, Kirby and the Crystal Shards, and Ocarina of Time. I still can't get past the first dungeon because I'm bad at Zelda games. We all are. What do you think of Kirby 64? Because, yeah, I, th I thought it was, I didn't like it very much. The online controls are questionable at best. Good yeah. game, though, especially after you get off a of pop star. Just the yeah. names, just the names give me the greatest joy, because the second planet's rock star. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Yeah, I, I have not beaten that game yet, but I'm doing, I, I'm, I'm playing through it. It's fun. Uh, I, I have been playing um, Jedi Fallen Order, but since this is a Nintendo podcast, I can't really talk about that until it comes to the Switch. It's a good game. And I've also been playing a little indie game known as A Hat in Time, which is one of my favorite platformers. Uh, ever. I just beat the final boss right before we recorded. That game is insane. What I've a seen of a... What? What I've seen of a hat in time, uh... It looks a lot like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, it is. It's it's like an N64 era platformer, but good. No, no offense to those older games. I just don't like the way that they control it all. And hat in time controls like butter. Such, such a good game. All the characters are wacky. The story is insane. De I, I definitely recommend checking out Hat in Time if you haven't played it before. That one. Yep. Nah, six. I do have to admit, sixty-four games have some wonky controls. Yeah. It doesn't help that they map the buttons, and you can't change the button mappings at all. Thanks, Nintendo. Speaking of Nintendo, we're not going to talk about them. Time for our first segment, the Waluigi News, where we're going to talk about the Xbox Showcase. No, no, I, I, I promise. Nintendo Xbox. <laughs> yes, the, the Nintendo Xbox Station 5. I, I would pay a lot of money for that. Anyway. So, the Xbox... 
the the Xbox like showcase happened, and there were a few things announced that are coming to Switch. So just gonna run through those really quick. We got a there's a new Minecraft game which is called Minecraft Legends. It says it's going to be an action strategy game. So I don't know. I looked up action strategy games, and like the games that came up were like StarCraft. So I guess like so StarCraft. So what what are the games that came? World of War. What? So we're either gonna get World of Warcraft or uh, Fire Emblem. Fire Fire is Fire Emblem action strategy though. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's action to tactical strategy, I think. Maybe it'd be Don't more like Fire Emblem Warriors, that. where you still battle, but you also have to strategically move around characters. I was playing the demo for that as well, because somebody said it was fun, so I decided I'd play it. So, Minecraft Legends, that looks pretty fun. That's coming next year, and it is coming to Switch, of course. Uh, there's a new puzzle game called Cocoon which was announced at the Xbox showcase and was announced to come to Switch. Looks very atmospheric and very confusing. It's too, too big for my brain, at least. What I've seen of it, yeah, it does look pretty good. It, it looks good, yeah. It also looks like I could not do it because I'm not smart enough to do it. So that's Cocoon, and that one's coming to the Switch... I don't know. I think it's... Oh, it's 2023. So that one's also 2023. If you're into puzzle games, definitely check out that trailer because it looks pretty fun. Uh, and the one the one that Jeff's on here for, uh, there's a new trailer for Hollow Knight Silk Song. Jeff, what are your thoughts? It's 528 days since the last one, but... <laughs> only. Who's counting? You. Yeah. No, it looks really good. There, there are a lot of new bosses shown off in the trailer. It looks like there's a homing attack, too. Yeah. It, it looks... very smooth, very flowy, and it looks like I'm gonna get lost in it, like I do in every Metroidvania. Not lost, like... In a good way, lost in a bad way, like lost. I I, I couldn't uh, finish the Metroid Dread demo because I got lost and was just wandering around in circles for hours. So that's because you're not supposed to finish the first section in the demo. No, you are. That I I watched somebody play through the demo afterwards, and the end of the demo was the first boss, and I couldn't find okay. it. Because I'm smart. I'm, I'm a smart person. Oh, alright. Now now back to some more Nintendo-related news. But also we're talking about Kingdom Hearts. So, it turns out that it might not have been Disney keeping Sora out of Smash. But instead, the Kingdom Hearts series director, Tetsuya Nomura. So, th this is a quote oh, from Oh yeah, him. it could have been him. No, no, this is a literal quote from him. Obviously, I was very happy that we were able to have Sora make an, make an appearance in Smash Bros. Ultimate. Most of the feedback when Sora was announced for Smash Bros. Ultimate was, I can't believe Disney okayed for him to be in this game. Behind the scenes, I was actually the one being very picky about his appearance in Smash Bros. Disney was the <laughs> one that was like, go ahead, this is a great opportunity. 
I thought it would be tough to pull off because it might clash with the established lore in Kingdom Hearts and the Disney World, so it was an opportunity I had to consider very carefully. After seeing how happy everybody was in welcoming Sora to Smash Bros, I feel like the end result was really great. Yes, what do you think of that? Kingdom Hearts, the most simple plotted story in existence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just thought that was funny because it's like, I can't believe Disney let Sora into Smash. And then, and then Nomura's just like, Disney who? Oh yeah, those guys who I I need for the worlds in my game. Oh yeah, those people. They They're exist. the ones that gave me the mouse. Okay, so that that's... I'm going to check really quickly to make sure there's no more news, but I'm pretty sure that's all the news since our last episode. By the way, the reason that I released two episodes this week is because I thought there was going to be a direct happening this week because rumors, and then it didn't happen. We all thought a direct was coming this week. So but you get Nintendo us, you, fans, you, we you, get a suffer. Yeah, we think a Nintendo direct is happening every day. Uh, there were some new trailers for the Live Alive game, Live Alive. I don't know how to pronounce that. Live Which, Alive. Live Alive. Yeah, that game looks fun. Uh, it does. So that's I wonder cool. why I was only in Japan. Oh, and right now, Stardew Valley is on game trials. So if you have a Switch Online membership, you can download that and play it for the next five days. I got that currently on my home screen. Not downloaded, just on the home screen. I I downloaded it. I played for like ten minutes, and then I went back to Had in Time. It I, looks I like will Animal play Crosses. Yeah, I, I will play it, I promise. I just need to play through all the DLC I've had in time now. It looks like Animal Crossings with swords. Animal Crossing, but it's like pixel art. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that, that's all the news for this week. So now we're moving on to our next segment, which is the community questions. Now, these questions... Are, well, one of them is from our Discord community, and you can ask your own by joining the Discord and asking questions there. And I and whoever my guest is will answer them on the show. But the first question is actually from Nintendo themselves. Because on Twitter, Nintendo put out a question, and I was like, I love this question, we should answer it on the show. So the question is, which Nintendo universe would you like to live in? Jeff? Well, to be honest, none of them, because I would be in constant danger. What? what? Are you sure? Like, I, I don't okay. know. It's, it's not like half of them are apocalyptic or in outer space or something. Okay, Mario. I would be crushed by debris immediately. <laughs> you, you just, like, look up and there's a thwomp above you? Yeah. I'd go to go pick fluff. I would go to go like tend a garden, and it's just. Oh look, there's another thwomp. Yep. And then Metroid's self-explanatory. I mean, Metroid could be good if you're living on a planet that isn't inhabited by aliens. Or has the X virus. Ugh. I I'd say my answer is actually a, a post-apocalyptic world, but Splatoon. Why? Because Less ink, death. 
if, if I was, I, I would have to be an inkling, obviously. But, you know, you got ink fights. Yes, but two is probably good music, the safest option. Super good music. Great fashion design. And, you know, so, sometimes there are, like, Octarians attacking or whatever. But most of the time, it's a pretty good world to live in. So, yeah, I, I'd say Splatoon. And probably this, the safest one. Yeah. I'd say the safest... Maybe Kurt... No. Kirby would be very dangerous to live in. Dreamland. Kirby, I would immediately die just because of Kirby. <laughs> yeah, Kirby would be like, well, and just swallow me. I, too, like terrorizing the locals. <laughs> okay, so the next question is from Andros, and he's from the Nintendo Pals, which is a great podcast. I'm pretty sure his co-host, Micah, asked a question last episode, so... Definitely check them out. Uh, he asked us on Discord. Again, join join the server. It, it will be in the description of the podcast. So, to keep with the theme of the cast, could you make a Smash Bros. moveset for Waluigi? What would each of his attacks slash specials be? Okay. Basic attack. We gotta go with the tried and true, where he started from Mario Tennis. Just slams people over the head with a tennis rack. Yes. Okay. And for the side special, I would probably say it's him uh, hitting a tennis ball towards the person. Sort of like the Wii Fit Trainer soccer ball? Yeah. Okay. Uh, his up special would probably just be, like, he, he, his taunt, I know what one of his taunts would be, would, would be just him with a rose, like, twirling around. That could um, be his final smash, too. Yes, it, it, yeah. He just pulls out a gigantic rose and knocks everybody off the map. Even better. Okay. Final smash. Waluigi pinball. How would that work? Just giant pinballs start hitting the screen. <laughs> because but... Nintendo's going for, instead of, you know, the mechanical final smashes, more towards uh, cinematic. Yeah. So like you you would it is like the Yoshi one where you like walk up to somebody and then you use it and then it just transports them to Waluigi pinball and then just yeah. like a whole bunch of pinballs start hitting him. Just a big cutscene. I I think his side special should be like Steve's minecart, but it's he gets on to the wiggler with Azure tile tires. Because that's a that's the like the Mario Kart combination. It's Waluigi Wiggler Azure tile tires, so he could just jump on the Wiggler and just like run into somebody. That'd be funny. Be a better version of uh the the Banjo and Kazooie move. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, yeah, or or like Steve's minecart was my other thought. Yeah. Yep. There's probably a whole bunch of other moves that I'm forgetting of that exist that Waluigi can that that exist in Smash, but his down special could be like a spinning kick. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to. Would he have a double jump? Did he? I said, would he? Yeah, he would. He's light enough that it would work. Yeah, he would. 
What would his up special be, though? Up special... I'd like to say the twirl would work really well for the up special. Yeah, yeah. Like, he bounces up and spins into the person above him. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's that makes sense. All right, so that's... Those are the community questions. We can have more next time if you, listener, go and... Join the Discord and submit questions there. All right. I will not do that. Uh, okay. Just to antagonize you. Sadness. Sadness over. Uh, on to our next segment, which is the game pitch. And today's game pitch is a 3D action game that's filled with ambiance. So we're... Describe the world in particular. So, I'm going to go first. Uh, Okay, do that. 3D action game, right? Uh, So, your character, usually in 3D action games, your character has like a gun or a sword or something. No, this is is peaceful. So, you have a fishing rod. And you're, it's a 3D platformer. A 3D action, yeah, platforming is an action, I'm counting that, uh, where you have to jump across lily pads in a calm lake. Like, all the music is super calm. It's not, like, no, there's no lava lakes or anything. You're, you're just, like, jumping across different lakes, and then you have to find the perfect fishing spot so you can go fishing, and then you fish. So it's like a fishing platformer. And the, ma- the main character is a fish. Yeah. Yeah. Speaks but... a lot about society. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm going to call the game uh, Fishes Fishes. Like, that's as in fishes with an apostrophe <laughs> and then fishes with an F-I-S-H-E-S. And the main character's name is Fish. A lot of fish in this game. Yeah. It's it's a very fish-themed game. Fishing is relaxing, what can I say? Yeah. What about you? Well, if I was going to make a game, it would probably be in a spooky atmosphere. The main character would probably have a sword. Or a Tommy gun. One of those is more ambiance than the other, so I would go with the one that is. Probably the sword. Yeah, probably. And just be you exploring, like, this giant abandoned space prison. Trying to find a way out. Okay. What, Your what whole you... goal... Uh, probably call it, uh... Among the Damned. Nice. That is definitely a name that exists. Uh, what? So the main character would just be like a person? Just a random person. Uh, their ship crashes into it, and they gotta figure out a way out because it's heading towards a black hole. Alright. That's pretty good. The prison also holds, you know, ancient gods, because why not? Alright. Out of ten Hollow Knight schools, what would you rank my game? 
my, my game out idea. Out of 10? Yeah. I would rank it a solid 9 out of 10. Okay. Because I would play that. It'd just be a dumb, fun game. Try I'm and doing find the, the biggest for yours. fish. I'm doing the same for yours because yours sounds like fun and interesting. So we tied. I forgot to do rankings last episode. We did them the first episode, and then I forgot to do it the second one. So we're keeping the rankings. Remind me. Someone. Um, my brain. I'm talking to my brain right now. Speaking of rankings, our next segment is a new segment to the show, which is the right ranking. This ranking isn't based on opinion at all. It is accurate to everything. This is the right ranking. Every other ranking is wrong. So for today's right ranking, we're going to be ranking all of the main menu music for Nintendo consoles. So what, what do you think you're going to put on your number five? The, the, oh. These are just the consoles that have menus, by the way. Because you can't do main menu music of a console that doesn't have menu. Uh, number five. I'd like to put the Wii, just because of nostalgia. No, number five and... is the worst. Number five is the worst. Oh. <laughs> Brain fart. Uh. Which, which, yes. which Nintendo menu has the worst music? 3DS. Really? You're putting that above the Switch? I have the Switch as my number five. It has the worst menu music. I like the silence sometimes. <laughs> and then the random... Okay. When you go okay. into a game. Yep, I, I put I put Switch at number five because it's not music. It's just silence, and it makes me sad. It makes you want to get into the game faster, so then you can hear something other than absolute silence. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, there is guess... there is music if you if you try and play a Rickroll with the with the menus. You can do going that. Going back and forth. Harder you can... than you think. Still haven't succeeded. <laughs> yes, your your music is just moving the menu back and forth. Yep. Yeah. I, I guess I'll give my fourth, which is the DSi menu music. It, it's pretty good, but it, it gets a bit annoying sometimes. Yeah. But what about you? What's your four? Fourth is Switch. I still can't believe you put that over the 3DS. <laughs> what do you have against the okay, 3DS? Okay, 3DS sounds like constant piano music and i didn't exactly have the greatest game collection when i first got my 3ds so it was either face invaders or that oh face invaders face invaders you know that nintendo game that happened yeah where's face invaders 2 for the nintendo switch we have gyro Bring yeah it back. Yeah, I, I liked playing it in the car because it made me look like a maniac. Yeah. Because <laughs> they would just appear behind you. It's like, ah! It's like, oh no, the arrow's behind me. Turn all the way around in... Still buckled up to just... Yes. 
yeah. Base Raiders was fun. Where, where are the packing games, Nintendo? The Switch doesn't come with anything unless you get, like, a Black Friday deal. One, two, Switch. Not even the Animal Crossings one came with Animal Crossings. Really? One sec. Yeah. The Animal you Crossing Switch did not come with Animal Crossings. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Nintendo. I think the only one that came with the game is when they released the Mario Odyssey bundle pack. Yep, nope, it doesn't come with the game. Wow, Nintendo. <laughs> Alright. Uh, for my, I put 3DS as my number three. Because I, I like it more than the DS. Just because the speaker is DSi, yeah. Is that what you put as your three? Yeah, nostalgia factor. Okay, that's fair. My number you two? Know what? Nah. No? Number three. The D... The original DS clock sounds. Does that count as menu music? I don't know. I was just joking. Well, we're counting it. Anyway, on to number two. I put the Wii U... The Wii U Nintendo... Uh, the Wii U menu music. It is really hard to say Wii U because there's no, like enunciation there it's just wii u wii u i'm gonna go yeah. with wii really wii for that yeah wii u's not on here <laughs> on mine i i, so I number two is the wii i i liked the wii u menu music it was good i i put wii as my number one because i still use that thing and just hearing the music makes me happy it makes everyone happy. What's your number one, then? My number one. GBA. Did GBA have menu music? Yeah, it had the startup music. You know, the... I mean, I guess that's music. And then other silence. <laughs> then the game starts. So what you're telling me is that you like silence. I like silence. Nice. It makes it so then you know you hope the game starts really quick. I learned that from playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Those loading times. If, if you want bad loading times, also play Hat in Time on the Switch. Because the game was obviously made for PC and it takes like six minutes to load into the game. Ah, uh, yes. Nintendo, great at optimizing loading times. I mean, I it wasn't Nintendo. The game's made by Gears for Breakfast. It's an indie studio. I wonder if they're making anything right now. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that right now, but I want them to. Uh, Had in time, too? Uh, apparently, they made a game called Here Comes Nico. Oh. 3D platformer for tired people. Oh no, it was it was published by them, but it wasn't developed by them. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Uh alright. Now we're on to our final segment of the show, which is 
the law subject. And with the release of the Silk Song, Silk Song trailer, I'm really good at talking today. We're going to yes, talk about. Yeah, I know. We're going to talk about Hollow Knight, a game that I played for all of 30 minutes on your Switch. You can't tell me it's not atmospheric. Yeah, this is definitely one of the most atmospheric games that I've ever played, and I only played it for 30 minutes, but... You can tell, like, every... the, the setting of it. Yeah, like, there, there's almost no music. It's just silence. The nice piano music in the background, like, it's just loud enough where you can hear it, but it's not too loud that, you know, it's overthrowing the gameplay mario sunshine that that's the one i really go to because any cutscene you go into i think he was talking about i was arrested oh yeah that for just every cutscene in that it's <laughs> then the characters in the background how are you doing today how are you okay good yeah it, hollow knight's also really like empty at, at least the first bit of it well it like, is like a destroyed kingdom that's been ravaged by a zombie virus Okay. Possession Plague? Okay. Big Moth. That's all. There you go. The Sun. Yeah, I probably should have researched Hollow Knight before talking about it. You fight the Sun. Hey, it's just like Kirby's Adventure. Same, same, same thing, right? Right? Sure, why not? <laughs> Well, Both have Eldritch Gods as their final bosses. Yeah. I'm just going to have you talk about the game a bit more because I don't know anything. I'll jump in sometimes. Okay. The thing with Hollow Knight is... The structuring... I really like the structuring, the way it's metroidvania Is yeah, that a word? metroidvania Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a word now. It's a word now. Yeah. Okay. Because most Metroidvanias, my favorite series especially, Castlevania, they usually only have one entryway to an area that you can yeah. access at a time. But you, with Hollow Knight, you have... After you get the first item, the uh, the Vengeful Spirit, it it only opens up one path. But that one path, after you get the second item, it opens up two more, which lead to your next, which lead to the next area you need to go to. Hmm. So you have a higher chance of getting to it. So it's because... it's almost like, kind of an open world Metroidvania. Yeah, kinda. I still have nightmares about one section in that game called the Path of Pain. It's literally called that. Mm-hmm. 
what's the deal with the path of pain? Okay, so the rest of the game feels very like confined, like very like you. It feels like you're supposed to go there. Yeah. The path of pain somehow invokes the feeling of you're out of bounds. Oh. Without being out of bounds. Hmm. It might be the constant wall jumping. So against just... the same wall. So it, it's like an area that you, it's almost like, uh, that reminds me of like dev shortcuts in Mario Maker levels where you have to do something stupid, but it's better than doing the actual level. Oh no, this is not better than doing the actual level. Oh. So many saw blades. So many. I, I... Honestly, I kind of just want to play Hollow Knight and then only do the bosses, because that looks like the fun part to me. Oh. With the actual Metroidvania part of it. So, the thing with Hollow Knight is it's like Dark Souls. Dark Souls? Yeah. It's kind of like Dark Souls. I mean, I feel like everything's compared to Dark Souls these days. Uh, by that I mean the boss fights akin to older Castlevania-type games, where it's more pattern recognition. Yeah. Instead of, you know, hit it as many times as you can before you hit get hit. Yeah. It's like figuring out a puzzle. Yeah, I, I, I like bosses like that. B bosses that have, like, a set pattern, and you can only really hit them at certain times. Yeah. I love that's where, that's where the uh, Godmaster DLC really shines. Which is? Boss rushes. Oh. But harder versions of the bosses. Oh. It has five boss rushes, and the fifth one has secret bosses. So it's, it's kind of like the arena of yeah. Hollow Knight. It's Hollow Knight Arena. As much as I love Kirby, goodness, the true arena in Superstar Ultra. Whew. Yeah. Soul Marks just cakes down half your... I stuttered there. Takes down like half your health in one hit and you're just like, but why? Because you have to learn the pattern. But every time you die, you have to go through the whole arena again. I love Kirby. Well, I've gotten to the point where Wham Jam Jewel is like baby food. Yeah. You can drink it. <laughs> yeah. Hollow Knight, just wrapping up here a bit because I need to go eat dinner. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow Knight is. How would you describe Hollow Knight in three seconds? Three sentences. In three sentences, I would describe it as an atmospheric action platformer with a very deep story if you want to get all the story elements. Okay. And just just an overall really great game. Great world to get lost in. If I did play it, I would definitely get lost because my sense of direction is horrible. Yeah. I bet the compass 
item would be your best friend. What does that let you do? See yourself on the map. Oh. Wait, you can't do that normally? You cannot. Oh. Yeah, I think... Uh, well, I mean, it is a paper map. If How about this? If we get 100 people on our Discord server, I will buy and play through all of Hollow Knight on stream. <laughs> I'll be in the chat just criticizing you on what you're doing wrong. Uh, yeah. You, you could just be in a Discord call with me yelling at me if you want. Just, but why are you doing it wrong? <laughs> Because I'm bad at Metroidvanias and I get lost. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there because this episode is on it, this this uh, podcast isn't about Metroidvanias. It's about Waluigi, and Waluigi yeah. tells you to follow and join the Discord server so you can ask questions and also get me to play Hollow Knight, I guess. Uh, and also. Uh... I have to find a physical copy of Waluigi's Taco Stand. I thought that was like a fan game. Oh, it is. I just want the physical copy. <laughs> well, if you guys ever want some tacos, make sure to join us next time when we go <laughs> off the walk.